Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is Happiness Solved with America's Happiness Coach, Sandy Scarlatta. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's show. I am so happy you're here. So before I introduce today's guest, I want to share with you my five habits for being happy. Number one, take care of yourself first. When you are constantly taking care of everyone else, it is critical that you take time to do something for yourself. And this may mean that you have to say no to somebody else. Number two, gratitude. Every morning, list everything you have to be grateful for. At any time during the day, you can press the reset button by focusing on all of your blessings and feel its loving embrace. It is the quickest way to shift your energy from negative to positive. Number three, forgiveness. Pay attention to your thoughts around every situation. If you're feeling anything but love, there is likely someone you need to forgive. Many times, we have to forgive ourselves as well. Remember, forgiving is all about setting you free from the negative feelings you're holding onto. Number four, shift your perspective. Your perspective is the lens in which you view the world. Your perspective becomes your perception, which turns into your beliefs. Then it influences your behavior, which ends up becoming your reality. Ask yourself, is there another way to see this situation? Most likely there is. And last, number five, trust with no expectations. Always trust that everything is going to work out exactly how it is supposed to. It always does. Just be sure not to attach any expectations to the outcome. Because worrying about anything does not serve you. Trust instead and let your life flow exactly how it is supposed to. For more information, please visit my website at sandyscarlotta.com. Today, I am speaking with Joy Razor. She is this beautiful light and soul, and she has the most calming voice I have ever heard. So Joy has multiple books. She has a Go and Joy, an alphabetical adventure, essays, poems, and questions inspiring readers into deeper joy and to loving life. Go enjoy, venture to your center, journaling prompts to enliven your joy. A journal filled with topics, questions, enabling the reader to learn more about themselves. Her next one is designed to shine. Read about, read aloud rhymes for any size heart. And then she has a second volume to that as well. She also has joyful wares, a variety of colorful, inspiring wares to display, wear, and use every day. So like I said, she is this calm, 
beautiful voice, beautiful woman, and I hope you enjoy the interview. Hello, Joy. How are you today? Thank you, Sandy. I am wonderful. How are you? I'm doing great. It's a beautiful day. I live in Virginia. The weather is gorgeous. This is the best time of the year because probably in another couple of weeks, we're just going to go right into the hot and humid, nasty weather. (laughs) So this is the time of year where you just embrace every day and try to be outdoors as much as possible. (laughs) Oh, I hear you. I, I have never liked high humidity and heat. Yeah, I'm an East Coast girl and have been here my whole life. So you just get used to it. You know, it just is what it is. And as long as you have air conditioning, it's not an issue. (laughs) Right. So, so Joy, so Happiness Solved Podcast is all about, you know, I, I talk with people from all walks of life and I'd love to hear inspiring stories that just demonstrate that no matter what you've been through in your life, that you can always get back to a place of peace and happiness. So do you have one of those stories you'd like to share? Oh, (laughs) I so do. So when I was an infant, I had my days and nights mixed up. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, my toddler sister was up all day and I slept so that I was up at night. This made my mother go a little bonkers. We were on an Air Force base for two years So my father found a crib for me in the base hospital nursery so that my mother could rest. When we grew up, my older sister repeatedly sassed a litany at me. Mom and dad put you back in the hospital because you cried too much. Then they got the wrong baby back. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you really don't belong in our family. And Sandy and and listeners, this gave me a core wound of not belonging. Oh, bless your heart. That's horrible as a little girl. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. But, you know, from this vantage point, I see, I mean, it's been a blessing, right? Because I didn't belong for decades. And then, actually, once my husband moved me to North Carolina, the mountains from Ohio, and he divorced me one year later, I was doing a lot of body work. And lo and behold, divinity visited me, calling him herself the all. The all visited me and taught me that separation is an illusion. Hmm. That connection is the only thing that exists. And afterwards, there was something happened in the bedroom. Something came into me. And I'm not certain, was that my higher self? Was that the Holy Spirit? Was that, but I am now so comfortable in my own skin, something that I never had been. And... These books, books write themselves through me. Well, this is after I had done like just cleared wounds and blocks from in my, (laughs) been led to clear. Divinity led me to books and classes and healers. And I do need to give this other aspect of this story 
that I forgot to name, which is I was a journal writer for I have bins of journals. And at some point in my 30s, I think I wrote a prayer every day for a very long time to become the joy I am created to be. And I have always felt that this is why books would fall off the shelf that I needed to read, or I would be introduced to a healer who would lead me to another healer. That I have become this version of joy and books write themselves through me with effortless and ease and to touch lives. I love supporting other people and especially women in the shadows to help them come into the light. That is beautiful. That is absolutely beautiful. And it sounds like you just have experienced a whole series of divine intervention in many different ways. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, when people used to say, where do you live? I said, I live in synchronicity. I feel like my life was has been so guided and that I pick up on the messages because I really think everyone is guided, but we might not listen. <laughs> and actually, I've been a slow learner, too. <laughs> we all are. <laughs> there, was a, yeah, there was an idea that knocked on my gut for years. But once I followed it, and that was, if you looked at my website, it's the uh, Bati Cotton Wares. And once I followed that path, it has led to everything. It, it led to me becoming certified in spiritual direction, ordained as an Alliance of Divine Love Minister. And these books that come through me... Um, so I want to go back to, if, if we may, and then we can, I want to talk a lot more about your certifications and your minister, you know, you're, you're an ordained minister. The relationship with your sister, was that ever healed? Oh, thank you. Thank goodness. Yes. Here's what happened. She really treated me like a second class citizen. She was a bully. And somewhere in my 40s, see, because I was a journaler, I took journaling classes from a wonderful woman. And in this one class, she said, divide your life into categories, 0 to 10, 10 to 20, and so on. Within each section, write what was important to you, what talents you had, what you longed for, and that phrase, what you longed for, touched me so deeply that day because I had forever longed for my older sister to pay attention to me. So what that did is I, I wrote a poem about us. It was called Long Distance Sister. I wrote her an email and she said, I ignore everyone who's out of town. I have all I can do in my life. And what that did was 
it freed me from holding that long longing her to pay attention to me and it freed me to just send her a card a gift without the expectation that she would respond and that was really it's been so important to me and I've also healed into this person who when my heart asks me to send a book to somebody I mail it without an expectation that I will ever hear from them. Yeah. So, you know, that giving without needing to receive a thank you. Right. So did you ever hear from her? Oh yeah. Yeah. We're, we're fine and we are, we're good. And it's, it's, I know it's all because I am not judging her and I have healed into this person who loves so much so when my partner and I were going to her town, I said, hey, you know, shall we visit? She's like, yeah. And we visited. And we, she gave me a list of everything we needed to do. And these things we did from her list were great. We really are fine. We're just not super close like we don't talk a lot but we're fine yeah that's that's okay yeah and and so i think so often in life we hold so many expectations you know expecting somebody to you know reach back out to you or thank you or things like that and and all it does is create some sort of internal misery and struggle (laughs) exactly when we can let go when we can let go of that and The other thing that that did for me, that whole journaling class and what did you long for, is I realized that I was living a lot in my mind. I had fantasies, you know, the fantasy that my husband would come back to church and sit next to me, the fantasy that that years earlier my mother would have picked me up on time because I was always... I was neglected and I was (laughs) picked up very late, very late from everything. But you cannot exactly change the past. You can only let go of holding on to anything from the past. And yeah, (laughs) I'm... Exactly. That's that is so so true. And uh, thank you for reminding everybody of that. That you know it's okay to just let it go. Yeah. You know life is too short. But I'm I'm so happy to hear that. That at least that you know you're at peace with with things that that happened. And again, I'm I'm so sorry that you dealt with that. But like you said, you know that what happened to us in our past is you know shaped our future and brought you to where you are today, which is amazing. Yeah. Thank you. I think, and I have a feeling that so many people that we know that have um, a large following or that are famous, we have had hard childhoods. And I think in a way, it's part of the human condition. I spoke with someone else and they said, well, yeah, everyone comes here. You get wounded. It's just a matter of are you holding that for your whole lifetime <laughs> or are you releasing or healing 
these wounds so that you could become a better version of who you are. And I think that that's what life is all about. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's growing and changing and healing into shinier versions. That's how I met you because you're in the Let Your Light Shine movement. Right. As I am. <laughs> that's right. So tell me about your certification. I started to write it down and I didn't get it completely written down. So you said you're a certified spiritual. What was that again? Yeah, the term, I, I find it to be a term. I write about it on my website. It, it's named Spiritual Direction. And it was a beautiful program that felt extremely aligned with who I am. But what it is, is deeply listening. I, I call myself a spiritual mentor. I don't call myself a spiritual director. I have had mentor. Yeah, I, I think I like the word mentor better. So so explain that. What, so how do you help people as a spiritual mentor? Well, people find me and people find me for because they have a disconnect with their connection with the God of their understanding. And I, I deeply listen and I ask questions. I enable them to renew their relationship with the God of their understanding. I've had clients that simply desired to have a spiritual practice and I have had a spiritual practice, a really very beautiful one ever since I became a spiritual mentor. Other people just came to me because they thought I had something I could give them. And I, I do have a lot of wisdom, but I can get quiet and tap into the wisdom of the universe. Hmm. And I think many people that meditate feel that way too, that wisdom is in the airwaves. I can get very quiet and respond very beautifully. So when you're working with someone, can, can you give us an example when you're tapping into that, that wisdom? Do you have like an example of, of, of a specific experience that you encountered hmm. at some point? Well, I'm sure I could pull one up, Sandy. It's just that but if you asked me, well, if you want to pretend, we could <laughs> we could play act. <laughs> that that's that's totally your call. I, yeah. you know, certainly I don't want to put you on the spot in any way, shape or form. And oh. I, I just kind of wanted to get a little bit more of an understanding of for the listener's sake. I, 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 I understand what you're talking about. But for those that don't kind of what that's about. Yes, it's a little. Well, for example, this one woman was I, you know, she came into my home. This was back before the pandemic. And we take a, mom a couple moments to breathe into silence with our eyes closed. And then I say, please speak when you're ready. And she spoke and she talked about the difficulties in her family life. And I just, I listened 
And when she was done speaking, I closed my eyes and I received a question. Let's say her name was Paula. Paula, how would it be if you added play into the chores for your children? What I'm hearing is that your family life needs lightening up. There is such seriousness going on in your family. And I mean, I later learned her husband was addicted to alcohol. So I just receive what would benefit the person. This other person I was able to say, what I'm feeling is that you, you are doing everything for your wife. You are jumping when she needs you. And what if you spent more time honoring yourself and the needs that are calling within you, the needs to take long walks in the forest and other things that you, that would serve who you are? Wow, that's really amazing. And my question is, because I'm wondering if I'm thinking this, then maybe others would too. So what is the difference between what you were just describing and a reading that, say, a psychic, you know, would do for a person? Like, is there a difference there or are you just tapping into different types of energy? Um, I believe that a psychic... Well, there are different kinds of, I think there psychics are in touch, some are in touch with the spirit world in different ways than, like I've, <laughs> I was, I have gone in the past to spiritual conventions where I'm there with what I offer. And I have gone over to visit with a psychic to say something like, Hey, one of my books that came through, I feel like I channeled Dr. Seuss. And this person closed their eyes and they said, Ted Geisel, and, and that was who his real name was. She said, Ted Geisel is in your soul group. And he absolutely helped you write that book. Very cool. Yeah, and I I know that there are readers who read these are my two designed to shine books, read aloud rhymes for any size heart, and they might feel the Dr. Susiness of them. And this is because it was a co-creative process with me and the spirit world, which this is what the other thing I didn't say what divinity said to me besides teaching me that separation is an illusion divinity said to me joy you just don't get it <laughs> with you <laughs> with you in matter and me with the power of the universe what we can accomplish you know this our us as humans I think we're we're humans and we're you know that many people used to tell me well we're spirits having a human experience right i've heard that a lot yes yes i have too 
so, but this, what this is, is it's a co-creative process. We are part human, we're part spirit, we're, we're loved by God. There are people, some of us believe we are aspects of God. So it's all oneness. There's an universe means one song. <laughs> There's one of us here today. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I've, I've always believed that we are all connected in so many ways. And uh, so, so yeah, that's, that's really, that's really great. <laughs> I, it, took me it. A, it took me a little longer to get with the program of connection. And in fact, and I, besides the litany that my sister sassed at me, we also were in a family where we could not talk at the dinner table. We had to be, listen to the news, the 6.30 Chet Huntley, David Brinkley news back in the 60s. So I, there was this disconnection. There wasn't this close, intimate family feeling. There was everyone going to their own room to watch their television. There was a TV in my parents' bedroom, a TV in the basement, a TV in the den. So it was a very interesting childhood. <laughs> and I was the disconnection. And so what I am learning is how, how much connection is beautiful. And the fact that life is relational and we are connected to everything. Yes, yes. And yeah, that, that disconnect could really have an effect on, on any child for, for sure, for sure. And I was thinking when you're talking about it, in the 60s, you had three TVs. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. How yeah, we when I grew up, we just had one. <laughs> well, maybe actually, I probably misspoke, Sandy. Yes, we had one. No, no, there were two in the sixties. There was the living room one and the one in my parents' bedroom, and then in the seventies um, there were three. But <laughs> yeah, it was just this. You know, my my parents. Bless them. They are in the great beyond and the wounds that they had from their upbringings. And this is something that leads me to the story of I was given, I had been getting in car accidents um, at one point in my life. And I was having the thought, oh, I always get in car accidents. Well, <laughs> that is not the right thought to have. I I now don't, <laughs> because we create our lives, but this is how I used to understand life. So after my fourth car accident in a very short period of time, I called a friend and she said, go see this woman. I didn't know what this woman did, but I trusted my friend and I went to an appointment where Marilyn asked me to put a, she put a pink quartz crystal on my stomach and invoked every invisible positive being that we don't 
may not see with our physical eyes. And what I saw in my mind's eye was myself as a wounded child with parents unable to give me what I needed. Then I saw them as wounded children with parents unable to give them what they needed. And then I saw the entire lineage back to the beginning of time in, in this family, no one got what they needed. And at that point, I felt such compassion for the lineage that I came from. And I sent love to it. And then energy started pouring out of my fingertips. I could feel it. I couldn't see it. But I was lying on the treatment table for the longest time with energy leaving my frame, which I later understood as negative. I was a storehouse of ancestral <laughs> negative energy of sadness and, you know, people that didn't get what they needed. Yeah. And that I healed the, and apparently I've learned that when you heal, everyone, when we heal, we are healing generations forward and backward. Mm. Wow. That's, that's really powerful. And I know for me, when my son was born and I, I was, my father crossed the line with his discipline multiple times. And I made the decision when my son was born that I was not going to ever hit him because I wanted to break the cycle because my parents were beaten. Their parents were beaten for generations. That's what people knew to do, right? And I was like, I am going to break this cycle because I do not want my son to experience that. And I have to break it now. Yeah. And so, yeah, I never, I never once, you know, laid my hand on him and, uh, and, and it's really great because now he has this, this belief in himself that you never hit a child. Right. Oh, and, uh, so yeah, I mean, you can, you know, it has to start somewhere because, you know, when you look, I've been watching, I don't know if you watch any shows, but I, I like to escape with some, with some historical fictions and um, I watched Outlander, and, um, and it, it has mm-hmm. a lot of good stuff in it and a lot of violence and things like that, but it's a historical fiction of what was taking place in Scotland, and then when they came to the United States, and my heritage is from Scotland, and when you see that, it kind of gives you a different perspective on what my ancestors went through, and yeah. no wonder, right, no wonder things were the way they were, oh. it's fascinating. It is. And you gave me such goosebumps. Sandy, I'm very glad you could break that cycle. And that is what I had something similar that when before that energy healing that I had, years before that, I had two toddlers. And my older son was raging at his younger brother. And I started raging at my, the older son. And what I felt was that wasn't me. That was my father. I had become my father. And 
I got down on my knees and prayed and prayed and prayed for that to leave me. And I apologized. I, I, I was a very good mother in ways very different than my parents parented. And I think that it's awareness. It's in different generations. Exactly. It will be fascinating to see how my, my sons, I believe they will have children someday. They are both married and um, I'm gonna get to bounce those grandbabies on my knee <laughs> and, <laughs> and read them books I've written, which is gonna be amazing. Oh my gosh, yeah, just, that's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so tell me about some of the books that you've written. You talked about the children's books, or not not children's book, but rhymes for everyone. What are some of the other things that you've written? Yes, I besides these rhymes for anyone, and they especially speak to people to the inner child of adults. The first book that I was awakened by, I call divinity, woke me up and said, Joy, use the lessons of your life to inspire readers. And that book became Go Enjoy, an Alphabetical Adventure. It's questions, essays, and poetry to, that inspires readers. That's really amazing. Thank you. And the cover of it, it, it really, it has touched many lives. And then I finally realized that the cover of it spoke to people that it's a children's book because it has a beautiful rainbow hot air balloon with these dancing letters getting onto the balloon. And it had been five years, it took me five years to realize this. So I did a second version, a revised version of this book that now has, it doesn't have a hot air balloon on the cover, and it, it has a subtitle, A Relatable Book of Essays, Poems, and Questions to Ignite Your Joy. So this newer version is available in a soft cover, and the first version is available as an ebook. And actually, <laughs> I have many of the first version in my basement <laughs> because I am not a very practical person when it comes to, you know, like counting my pennies. And I, because I have always lived in abundance, I just, when I need to do something, I do it. So yeah, I made a new version. And then there's another book, Sandy, called Go Enjoy, Venture to Your Center, Journaling Prompts to Enliven Your Joy. Nice. And that is available as an ebook, and then you would use your own notebook uh, for that. Um, it's no longer in print. But I've written guest posts, Oh, I'm right. I wrote a chapter in an upcoming book coming out in four weeks called Wholehearted Wonder Women 50 Plus. Congratulations. Thank you. The subtitle is Courage, Confidence, and Creativity at Any Age. And I, 
I feel very excited about that book coming into the world to touch who it touches. Oh, love it. Yeah, and I've, I've been a, I've written in other books too. I don't, I almost don't remember um, <laughs> because I live so moment to moment loving life. You know, as part of not belonging in life, that unbelonging that I felt, I was hiding. I was hiding my light. I was in shame and all that stuff and having car accidents. And, you know, now I'm, I am safe and visible. Hmm. Love it. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. That's really amazing. And what a gift you are to the world. And it's just, I love the work that you do. It's really amazing. So what else would you like to share with the listeners? Thank you for your beautiful comments. I'm very grateful to be this version of me. What else could I share? Well, I also, I write, a, there, I have a prison ministry that I happened into. So when people receive my books in prison and write to me, I write back to them. I, oh, that's beautiful. I am just a I'm living my soul's dream here. I have a very, I'm very fulfilled. But what I, I would want to say is to anybody listening is the way to move forward in life is to not be angry with what your life is. It's to love where you find yourself. Love it, love it, and believe in your next good step forward. Oh, Joy, that is absolutely beautiful advice. Thank you so much for joining me today. And uh, I will be sure to pass on your website and all of that information as well. You are, you just have such a calming voice. And uh, just wanted to um, acknowledge you for that, because it's, it's, this has been so calming just to hear your voice. And I really appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. And I am a very peaceful person. And thank you for this opportunity to, to speak with you today. It was great and to, to reach your listeners. Well, thank you, Joy. Take care. You too, Sandy. What a beautiful woman Joy is. And again, her voice is just so calming. It's just absolutely beautiful to listen to. So if you want to learn more about Joy and the work that she does and her books, her website is joyonyourshoulders.com. So thank you, everybody, for listening today. If you want to learn more about me, you can go to my website at sandyscarlotta.com. My book, Happiness Solved, Climbing 100 Steps, is available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. And as always, I hope that you and your family stay safe and healthy and that your life is filled with peace, joy, and love. Take care, everyone.